Well, thanks for joining me, Neil. I really appreciate your time, man. My pleasure. Um, to kick start off, um, a question you've probably been asked a thousand times. What attracted you to the script of Bull? Uh, well, mainly Paul Andrew Williams uh, as a director was someone I really wanted to work with. I liked his stuff since London at Brighton was when I first sort of saw his work and met him and was like, oh, I'd love to work with that guy one day because I thought well, that was a fantastic film. And then we met, I think, through Johnny Harris, who's a, a mate of mine and very good actor who was in London at Brighton. And um, then over the years, uh, I was, I would bump into Paul. We did a, a video, a pop video for James Lavelle, um, you know, my wax records and all that. Um, and then we were always just threatening to do something together. And I bumped into him in the street in Soho and he said, oh, I've got this project. And he sent it over and great script, great part, you know. It was um, shot during the pandemic, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. How challenging was that? Um, well, I was just saying to the last person, actually, it's interesting because for a start, we were just so fortunate because most people couldn't see anyone another human being and we got to like be on a set with loads of other people so we felt very lucky very grateful really for the opportunity to be able to work for whatever reason the film industry was allowed to continue albeit in a very controlled way um and also the producers uh, dominic tyre particularly um were so thorough in the way that they managed all of the covid restrictions um and it was so professionally done and one me who was the um, first assistant director as well which is so on top of it that it felt safe and um and we were allowed to also pretty much get get on with what we needed to get on with so the challenges were not as much as they might have been you know um, and also the fact there was no one else around sometimes made it simpler than filming is particularly location work when you have got lots of people floating about. Yeah. You know, I'm reluctant to say anything that suggests the pandemic was in any way a fucking good thing, because obviously it wasn't. But, um, yeah, it, it came with some challenges, but it also came strangely with some byproducts that were, in a sense, kind of helpful for filming. When reading the script, what moment of the character of Bull made you go, fuck yeah, that, I can't wait to film this. Cause your character has so many great moments in it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think when you're a young man, particularly you go, oh, I hope I get to be a lead in a movie where I'm on a trail of vengeance one day, <laughs> you know, whether that's watching old Clint Eastwood films or whatever. And this actually, you know, Paul talked about High Plains Drifter quite a lot. Uh, the beginning of filming that that was something he was an influence um so yeah and then uh, and then reading the script i you know you go oh these scenes are uh, a great individually standalone duologues or moments or confrontations and then like the actors that paul cast in those roles surpassed even you know the script the script on the page so it just kept getting better from that point of view um, I was really, really, really lucky, both with the writing and the casting um, across the board. So, yeah, it was just a gift, really, for an actor. It's hard to sort of tell as well 
the, like the blurred line between Bull and David Heyman's character, because essentially you're both in the same league, just you're on a mission to get your son back. So would you class Bull as technically a villain still? Um, I don't really consider him a villain. No, I don't think I do really. I think of him as being a victim, actually, Bull. Um, which might be strange. Maybe if I if I was watching a film that didn't have me in it playing that part, I might feel about it differently. But in my head, he was a victim of circumstance and um, environment. You know that that meant that any talents and abilities he might have had as a younger man, he wouldn't have been given the opportunity to to run with. You know that stuff would have been curtailed and muted and and you know, uh, and I know a lot of people that <clears throat> maybe I grew up around and stuff that were similarly disadvantaged, not myself. Um, and so he's a product of that, really. And then whatever's gone on between him and Norm in the past, leading up to and including the, you know, that the, they steal his son from him, um, is all motivation for how he behaves. You know, yeah. and I know, you know, his behavior is abhorrent and whatever, but as I say, it's a response to his life, isn't it? Um, and I tried to, even though it's, you know, it's a sort of B movie thriller, uh, revenge movie, I tried to root it in, in truth. You know, you sound like such a punks, don't you? When you say <laughs> like that. But, you know, that is the truth of it. I did. So, yeah. So you said that it's like a revenge thriller. Would yeah. you also border it along the lines of maybe a horror film as well? Uh, well, it's horrific. <laughs> so maybe, yeah. Way. But I feel like if I say that as well, it gives it away a little bit more than <laughs> I'd like to. Um, uh, yeah, I suppose there are horror elements to it, but I never thought of it as a horror film when we were, were doing it. And it... Um, it might sell better to people if if we do say that. So, yeah, sure, but not in my head, probably. Well, from the trailers, it sort of looks like Britain's answer to Taken. Um, right. But but your set of skills, you know, I, I would rather Brian Mills come after me than you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have Liam Neeson. Well, he's a lot bigger than me, Liam Neeson. So you probably actually should be more worried about him than me. But uh, and in life, you couldn't meet a less, you know, physically violent man than me. So let's just say the heroin addict scene said it all. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's a great actor, and he, Jay Simpson, he's absolutely brilliant. You know. Um. And, and Jake Davis as well actually plays the smackhead. Yeah, we were very lucky with those actors. So playing a character like Bull, how do you get in the frame of mind to go from love and dad to a complete psychopath? Because you sell it well. You're not phoning anything in. Like, you completely yeah. deliver. Uh, you know, acting's moment to moment and, it, and, and just trying to play the reality of each thing and make sure that it's not, that you have thought about it and that you have got, um, you know, motivation or, or sufficient context to, to make each 
moment work. I was very, very lucky, um, again, uh, with the actors that I was in front of. That makes it very simple, actually, um, that, that when you've got good people and when... And Paul provides the right environment for each scene as well. Um, very, very protective over the boy playing my son and... And and he's a he's a, I don't know if he'd like me saying this because his films aren't always tender, but he's an incredibly tender filmmaker and man and director, um, and very sensitive to what actors need at any given moment. So I was I had a lot of help really. If it works, it's great, but I, I couldn't have asked for more actually from production, the producers, or from the director in terms of creating that. So in terms of where the film ends, would you like to come back again as this character? Or do you think they've just, they've polished it off nicely? Uh, I don't think there is a, a, a sequel in the post, but yeah, I'd love to do it. I mean, I've just worked with, Again, this is the sort of thing people say all the time and, you know, I'm sure isn't always true, but I would go to work with Paul every day for the rest of my life. And there's few directors that I would say that about. A lot of people you're very glad to get away with. Whether he feels the same about me, I don't know, but um, I'd love to do any other film with him uh, at any scale, as any role he's got me. So, yeah, if it was Ball 2, um, great. But if it wasn't, you know, I'm happy to, to to work with him in any capacity, actually. I suppose you get asked all the time. Like, I remember you from back in the day on, like, Football Factory and Doghouse and, you know, movies like that. Are they roles you would ever revisit at this stage in your career? Uh, what? How revisit? Sorry. Like, would you go back to playing, like, the football thugs and doing, like, the... Black comedies. Yeah, I mean, if the scripts are, are right. And again, I've, I've talked about working with Nick Love again quite a lot over the years, and I'm still good friends with um, Nick. And uh, I talk a lot. Stephen Graham's a, a, a mate, and we've we've sort of talked a lot about ending up working together and Steve maybe directing Stephen something. Um so, yeah, and I, I had a great time on Doghouse. You know, Jake West is a lovely, lovely fella. So, um, yeah, I mean, but as always, script and project and people. Um, yeah, I'm not, I wouldn't be reluctant to, to go over any of that stuff again. Um, so after, like, the success, which Bull is going to have, it's going to, it's if there's bad reviews about it, people will just need kicked out because it's a five-star movie, man. So after, oh, after you've finished the tour and the promo of all that, what's next for you? Um, I've just done a series about the poisoning of Alexander Litvinenko. Uh, so that's coming on, on on ITV fairly soon. And a sitcom as well with Dylan Moran, small thing for the BBC. It's really funny. It should be really good, I think, with him and Morgana Robinson, who I've worked with before as well. Um and then I'm starting a new project, which is all, you know, NDA to fuck, so I can't talk about it at all. Because um, a big net drops down and people come out with skittles and bash me up. Um, and I've just directed a film. What I'd like to be doing is writing and directing more, really. Um, I'm very lucky I keep getting offered acting roles, so that gets in the way a little bit. But I'm, I'm always writing. 
and always looking to 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 direct stuff. So I'm hoping more of that will come up in the the long run. Do you have a preference of what genre you, you which genre you would like to direct? Uh, no, not but just maybe but stuff that's actor led. I don't have any great designs on directing, you know, action movies or anything or super. Not that Marvel's beating down the door for me as a director, but, um, you know, I, I, I like working with actors. I like providing an atmosphere in the same way as Paul does for actors on a set and for leaning into performance and giving people the chance to, to try stuff. My great heroes are Alan Clark and John Cassavetes, maybe work that somehow combines those, those filmmakers. So, yeah. Before we wrap up, Neil, so to anyone reading, listening, if you had to sell Bull to them on the spot, how would you do it? I'd say it's unlikely you will see a more exciting film this year. You know, it ain't boring, is what I would say. No one who's watched it, you know, would, would claim that. It's a really good Saturday night, foot to the floor, full throttle thriller. That was almost a bit of a, what do you call it there? Alliteration as well. Um, you take the THs as F. So, yeah, that would be my, my sales pitch, if you like. That was a really good sales pitch, man. I might use that in my review. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, it was great chatting to you, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, Governor. Nice to chat. You too, man. See you later. See you later. Okay.